Hey, girl. Hey. How are you? Great. Oh, you sound drab boots. But I'm not, though, because I'm happy. Oh, okay. That's what's up. How was your I'm week? debating should I make another pot of coffee? Um, I just poured another cup because we are we have found our coffee and we're very happy with it. The coffee you told me about, I need to go yeah. get that. It's on sale. But you told me you asked me how was my week. My week was <laughs> it was okay. I don't believe that okay at all. Well, so because I don't want to keep complaining about the same thing, so. Every every day is a challenge, like leaving the house, going to work, because I'm over mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I'm over virtual learning. Mm-hmm. I'm over my child in virtual learning. I'm mm-hmm. over our kids at school in virtual learning. I just <laughs> feel for everybody that's right. dealing with it. We are we are suffering. Yeah. It's like not it's not good. even a struggle anymore. We're suffering. Yeah. The ones and, in my house start on Tuesday. And I just know. Girl. I, I'm so glad I got stuff to say to my house every day and shit. Girl, it's, it's, it's a lot. And so so that's always going to be <laughs> the right. umbrella. Right. But the spokes up under it are okay. Amen. Um, We had Spirit Week. The team that I'm on, we presented Spirit Week. So that was kind of, you know, we were just trying to lift some spirits, of course, do different things. Mm-hmm. A lot of people participated. We took pictures, you know. Um, so that was, that was cool. Um, but it was, it was, it, I didn't have any breakdowns this week. Great. Oh, praise God. That's important. Yay. So, yeah, I'm just trying to take a, like a minute at a time because a day at a time is still a lot. Oh, so I'm taking yeah. it a minute at a time. Um, I went to the Home Depot on Friday mm-hmm. and that made me happy. Um, and I bought what did I buy? Oh, I bought a new plant at the Home Depot. Hey, what'd you get? Her name is Pan Am. That's a street name. Oh, but her real name <laughs> she's a Pelia in something. Okay, shout out to street names. I love street names. Um, and then I got a monstera today at the K fucking Roger. Right. <laughs> For eighteen fucking dollars. I promise you, I'm gonna go to K. Roger and look for me. But here's the thing, friend. It's like four plants in there. So if you can't find one, bitch, I'm gonna separate that hole. <laughs> I'm gonna separate her so a bitch can be like, I got four monsteros in my house. <laughs> what's up? What's poppin'? What's poppin'? What's good? Miley, what's good? Monstera, you know? what's good? What is good? So that was my week. How was your week. <laughs> oh, so before we get into that, I just want to welcome everybody to episode 12. Girl, we'll be forgetting that we're talking to people. Yeah, uh, we just out here. Uh, I'm, we are your hosts. I'm Nikki Byram. And the person with the four monsteras is... <laughs> Jocelyn K. Motherfucking Hammond. Please say the K. B. Please say the K. Um, please say the K. Uh, my week was uh, kind of rough, friend, actually. Um, and I don't even know how to get into why it was rough. But I guess since we're talking about trust in the process today, uh, 
there's that's the segue like that's the thing like I it was a week of me not trusting the process and having a hard week but it was hard because I made it hard Mm. I fucked up my week and when I talk about doing the work and not being a hypocrite like I you know because people one one comment that we continue to get about this show is that people appreciate our transparency they love how we don't really pull no punches when we have these conversations and part of that is because we've been friends for a long time and we don't bullshit each other so Mm. it's not when we talking to each other about this stuff, we talking to each other, we talking to our homegirl about this shit. So there's no, like, we don't, we don't sugarcoat this shit just because y'all listening. Like, we, we talk to each other like we would talk to each other. So, friend, I'm going to tell you, like, this shit was, this was some fuck shit this week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was and it's some, not funny, but fuck shit be a lot. Listen, it was some high-powered fuckery this week. Um, just not really being able to know what I know if that Mm. makes sense because I know what I know right in a lot of different ways like I know what I know about my my spirit guides and my ancestors and um I know what I know about the law of attraction I know what I know about faith I know what I know about myself but Sometimes when things get particularly uh, challenging, or I believe that they're particularly challenging, it's hard for me to remember that stuff. So this was one of those weeks when it was just hard for me to remember all of that stuff. And I could, well, no, I'm going to say that for a long time, I was acting as if this pandemic had nothing to do with me. But And I'm not saying that to say that I don't feel empathy or sympathy for the people who have lost loved ones, because I know some people personally who have lost loved ones to COVID. And um, it's really, it's it's a terrible, terrible thing. And the way that people are dealing with it is terrible. The way that the government is handling it is terrible. All of that is bad. I'm not saying anything about that. What I'm talking about is how Nikki dealt with it. And Nikki forgot a lot of days that she is an empath and can feel energy on a level that a lot of people just don't don't so with all of this loss and all of these souls leaving this realm it has really like it has affected me and so I'm grateful that I have a soul coach who points that out to me now she's had to do it almost every week she's like girl you know you can feel the loss and it's okay to feel the loss you don't get wrapped up in it but I was acting like the shit just ain't had nothing to do with me at all or that no matter what was happening I wasn't feeling what I was feeling and that shit started to accumulate and the way that it manifests was me not being able to trust my own process me looking at what was going on outside of me as some kind of indicator of what I had going on and that is some high-powered fuckery it's stupid and what it does is it creates the kind of vibe that 
that I'm seeing. So like one of the things about the law of attraction is um, that people often don't understand in manifesting things is no matter what it is that you want, you're going to get it. So if you say I want $100, if you are aligned with the vibration of receiving money, then the money will come. But if you say I really don't want them to charge me extra money on this bill or extra interest or whatever, then that's coming too. So even though you get the $100, you might get the $100, you also going to get that thing that you say you didn't want because you're putting the energy out there. I don't know if I can make that clearer. But if I can, it'll, I'm sure it'll come to me. But I have been creating this energy of things that I don't want. And they come and then I get mad because I was like, damn, I should have been more cognizant of the energy I was putting out. Because Girl. I have attracted this fuck Ooh. shit into my existence, shit. into my experience. And I didn't really want that. I wanted this other thing. Now, all of the other stuff is coming too. But the stuff that I focus on that I say I don't want, that I actually want because I'm focusing on it, that stuff is coming faster because that's the thing I'm giving my energy to. Instead of trusting the process of the things that I say that I want, the things that I'm, I should be focusing my, my energy on, my interest, my, in, my intention, all of that, that's the stuff I should be thinking about. But I be thinking about all the other little dumb shit that I see instead of focusing on what I know to be true. And that's where I was this week. And when I tell you it, it really kind of hit me, it really did hit me. Plus, I haven't really been feeling well. And a lot of that comes with um, feeling everybody's stress, feeling everybody's anxiety, feeling just the weight of all of the stuff that's going on with like the political climate and like the racial injustice and also this pandemic plus just regular life stuff. All of that has been weighing on me. So, and it made me feel worse because right now I'm sitting up here looking at these boxes of stuff that I have to ship off on Tuesday. And it was like, this stuff, it's not overdue, but it's just like, damn girl, like I could have been doing something faster. I could have been doing something else, but I was so focused on this stupid shit that I couldn't do what I was supposed to be doing. You, you, you know what I've had to do? What's up? I have had to completely step away sometimes from real life. So let me, so, so <laughs> and when I say that, my husband asked me the other day, um, you know, Moesha is now on Netflix. Um, yeah, yeah, I refuse to watch it. Listen, and so, you know, Brandy, Rayana Norwood, it's my motherfucking sis, like, I, I got to look game for her. That's, yeah, don't we, fuck with her. Yeah. Uh, mm. And so, um, cause, cause I, I, I think I, I, I really, and I ain't going to get into about Brandon. I just, whatever. Anywho, Moesha is back on, not back, but it's on Netflix. So he was like, baby, are you going to watch Moesha? And I said, no, I'm not. I said, baby, I like to watch TV that causes me not to have to think at all. It is that dumb because I said, there's some issues on there. I don't want to get into. I said, because there's some stuff on that show that we still dealing with today. I don't feel like doing it. It's some stuff on there that I ain't going to agree with that I probably thought was cool back then. You see what I'm saying? And today I'm totally against that type of thinking. Right, because so no, it's gonna... dated. It's really dated. It's very, very, very dated. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm not going to watch Moesha. I'll just listen to 
my sis music. I'm not going to watch my weed shit. Um, and so I said, I like to look at clueless type of shit. That's why I watch the fucking Golden Girls every fucking day. Because the most serious episode they ever had was like them having to stay at a homeless shelter because they lost like a $10,000 lottery ticket and they went to go find it. And then I think one where Rose thought she might have had HIV. I don't even really watch that that lottery ticket episode. I always skip it. Um, the one with the HIV, I watch it sometimes because there's some funny moments in it. But I said all that to say is I have to step back from some of this shit. And sometimes I just really have to just be devoid of having to think about it. Because when we get up, we're th- we're we're thankful that we're, we're thankful that we're up because we could have been still down. But then we look in the mirror and we see these beautiful black faces, these beautiful black faces on a woman. And normally we step out into the public. We already unsafe. Soon as I go out the front door, I'm no longer safe. I'm, I, and I might not be safe in the house because somebody could try to come in this bitch. But I, I do feel a sense of protection in my home. But once I walk out the door, we unsafe. Then you got all this shit going on with, with these politics. I mean, this is the worst shit show I have ever. This, 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 it's un, it is unreal. It's fucking wild. It's the fucking shit wild. That go, yes, it is unreal. So it's like, you got that going on. So I make sure I do not watch the news. Some days I have no clue what's going on unless people put something on Facebook. Another thing, all these killings and stuff like that of our people by the police. I just, I can no longer, longer handle it. And so what I'm going to say to you is you are very informative and you like, and you post stuff and you like to let people know what's going on. Friend, you might have to stop doing it. You might have to get yourself to a point of only doing the funny shit because life is so fucking hard. And, and, and even in what we posting, it still gets in our spirit because you read it first. I know you do because you're a fucking reader. You read it first and then you let the people know what's going on. Friend, it becomes too much. Friend, it becomes too much. And before you know it, we done took on the problems of three grieving mothers. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. We 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 worried about the 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 boy children and the girl children in our own lives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got a brother. You got two brothers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like you 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 can't keep them under your wing because they grown. They supposed to be able to take care of themselves, but shit, that don't always work out. And then you're a woman yourself. You know what I'm saying? You ain't safe when you hit the door. We got all these stones on us and these protections. I mean, we just, we got to do a lot just to leave. Yeah. And, and, and so our existence in the real world and then our existence on like social media, that's why my social media, that's why I put that post up that day. I can't handle shit though, serious. Y'all gonna have to just send me the funny shit I can't deal with it. And people still send shit to my inbox that be serious as fuck. I can see the thumbnail and tell it's about to be some goddamn bullshit. I do not. Yeah. I do not click play. That's the part. That's the part that annoys me the most. It's just that because I am, you know, I do, you know, read that stuff and I, I do think about those kinds of things. It's like everybody wants to send me all of yeah. the all of yeah all of the trauma porn that they find, and they want to ask me how I feel about it, and it's just like, bitch, or what I think about it, and it's just like, bitch, what do you think about it? What do you think about it? What you you think I think? think, Deal with what you think about it. Number one, because it's probably some old shit that I've already seen and posted and talked about. And number two, like, why would you want to put that on me? I think, I I think we don't necessarily, we don't, 
often give enough um, credence or enough reverence to other people's, like where other people are on their journey or where they yeah. are mentally with some shit. Cause like if I send if we send each other funny shit all the time, yeah. So no matter what I see, like oh if I if I see a message with your name on it, either a text or from IG, I know that shit's gonna be funny. I know it's gonna be mm. stupid, and mm. I know if I'm probably there's a good chance I'm gonna have to call you and cuss you out. Cause why the fuck Absolutely. you send me this? <laughs> but there are other people whose names come across my phone, and I just be like, I I'm gonna block you. Because I know you're finna send me some stupid shit. And the same goes for phone calls. Because this week, that was the other thing this week. And I I know we kind of getting away from what we said we were going to talk about. We're just going to let the conversation flow. The other thing this week was I had two people call me talking about cancer. Thinking that, well, their doctor thinks that they may have cancer. And mm-hmm. these are people that are, like, right around my age. And, I, and I, that doesn't have anything to do with me. Like, that is not the thing like I didn't take that on as if like oh my god am I gonna get cancer because I've already been through that but the thing was these people got children mm. and what's gonna happen to their kids and what right. are they gonna have to get like like going there and one of them honestly that shit took me down like I had to stop my day because it just hit me so hard that it was just like what's going to happen what the fuck like i can't take anymore like i can't do this no more so i literally just had to shut my day down and go get in the bed and i stayed in the bed until like that night and then i I think i got up and got something to eat or something i don't know what happened but because i don't i honestly i think i already blocked it out but it's just it's overwhelming at times and i don't think we necessarily give ourselves or each other enough grace to deal with what's happening we have never dealt with anything like this before Mm-mm. period now i was reading on twitter the other day and somebody said oh y'all acting like this the first pandemic when we had a whole AIDS epidemic baby i was a baby i was a child yeah. you know what that i'm saying a whole little bit of kid i was not being i was not even really like i and it wasn't on the buggies at the fucking grocery store. People need to calm down. Right. It wasn't it wasn't everywhere that I looked. And and right. And, and then on top of that, like I did not have to engage with the HIV and AIDS epidemic the way no, that I have to. You were looking engage. for Sarah on the cartoon. Hello, somebody. I was this time during the AIDS, I was trying to make sure I got my pizzas from the um from the Pizza Hut for reading all them books in the summertime. Yep. Absolutely. That's what I was on. But now I'm not on that. I'm on some, I got to get up every day and face the world as an adult living through a pandemic and a fucking, a fucking basically a race war. You know what I'm Ooh. saying? Mm-hmm. And a presidential election with a dumb, with the dumbest president we've ever had. Now, Harry S. Truman was dumb as fuck, but like this nigga is on some other shit and the white people love him. And the thing that you were talking about, um, not being safe there's this they're like you know i'd be scrolling through the black owned businesses and stuff they Mm -hmm. instagrams and shit there are t-shirts that are so funny to me that i would love to own but the first thing that crosses my mind is what the fuck am i gonna wear it because if i put that shit on and walk around these streets these carrollton streets where these motherfuckers walk out to take they fucking trash out with their gun on their hip and we just had some issues with the police about a week and a half ago 
fucking with this little black boy who went to go get his check from his job? And you talking about, I'm putting on a t-shirt that say, um, you know, don't let your president get your ass whooped. No, I can't do that. Now, if I lived in the West End, yeah. If I lived <laughs> where I used to live in Decatur, absolutely. I would have all of the shit talking t-shirts because ain't no white people there. But these white people feel empowered and emboldened by this, this fucking asshole that they, have, that they have elected. And they don't give a fuck about the consequences because it ain't no consequences for them. It ain't. Which affects my life, which means I can't have the t-shirt that I want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's so crazy because I don't feel emboldened enough to wear this on the off chance that some goddamn inbred chicken shit ass Ofe decide he want to get angry with my t-shirt and shoot me. I don't have time for that. Because that would make me angry. And I'm really trying to stay on this nonviolent shit. But it's hard to be nonviolent when there is so much violence around you. And I know if a motherfucker try me the wrong way, I'm shooting. Because I start shaking as soon as white people talk to me. And it's not because I'm scared of what they're going to do to me. I'm scared of what I'm going to do to them and what's going the consequences are for my life because of them talking to me. Because I really don't fuck with them like that. That's where I'm at with it. And, you, and, and I know that there are other people out there like me who think Absolutely. that way and have to measure their lives in those moments and think about those lives before they even go down to the K-Roger to get their fucking almond milk creamer and they fucking uh, tofu dumplings and all that kind of shit. I got bougie shit in my fucking shopping cart. Karen, and you walk around here with four goddamn 12-packs of Diet Coke and fucking goddamn Totino's pizza rolls and shit for your children because you can't fucking cook and they don't like your cooking so you got to buy all this prepackaged shit to feed them so they won't die. But you sit up here talking shit to me about a fucking t-shirt, bitch, I will end you behind this shit. I will fuck you up. With she this on all the Karens <laughs> in the United States. <laughs> bitch, I will beat yes, your man. ass with this well, yeah, tail, bitch. Up. Absolutely. Pull up, gang strong. But you know what's so crazy to me? And this is for people who actually, because we let the, at this point, we let the conversation flow. Y'all know how to get with it. It'd be some gems in between. It's what it is. People who intentionally go live with white people because they don't want to live with their people, not because that's what it is. You're in a place that that's where they are. That's just what it is. Yeah. But people who say, I don't want to live with niggas because they do this and they do that. You're dumb. And when Karen try your ass, it'd be hard for me to want to pull up and help you because you, you did this. Let me These people don't I'm fuck do. with y'all. I'm not, I'm not going to pull up and help you. No. I'm just not. You make that choice because you feel like it's going to give you a better life. You ain't give, you giving yourself hell. And I don't feel bad for you when they call the police on you for walking your dog. Or when they call Even the police though. on you because they think you breaking into your own car or breaking into your own house. I don't feel sorry for you, Skip Gate. Because Skip Gate, um, I don't. You know, I, I had a long beef with Skip Gate, like I did. But, like, I don't feel sorry for you, Skip Gates. And I know you done told everybody what side of Africa they from and what side of Europe they from. And you don't really put it to these white people, these celebrities who own slaves. Like, you really did that. Congratulations on them. Thank you for that. But I don't feel bad for you when them people called the police on you and said that you was breaking into your own house because you couldn't find your key because you made that decision because you thought you was getting out of the hood. And then on the other side of that, I also side with Tracy McMillan Cotton who said, how the fuck do y'all expect us, black women, to go to school for four years 
minimum college after high school go to college for four years at a minimum get these advanced degrees create these careers and lives and then move back in the hood when all y'all want to do is take from us you don't want us to help you build a community you want to take what we have what we have gained as if it belongs to the whole community and it does but within reason if i'm gonna give you all that i have being a college educated woman god damn it you need to organize the people that can do what you do i went on a tangent but the point i'm getting to is we could have better neighborhoods and better communities so you don't feel that the impetus to move in with these white people if we were willing to work on what we have as a community and not be so sidetracked by the fact that we all want or mm, (laughs) that some of us want what we believe is access to whiteness and white validation because that's what it really is that's what it really is you don't move into those neighborhoods because they're necessarily better you move into those neighborhoods because it gives you access to white validation because white people looking at you oh you live over there or you drive this car or you must be one of those negroes you must be a respectable, safe Negro. I can fuck with a you. A respectable, safe Negro. You know what's so funny about that? <laughs> the fact that because I live next door to your white ass, mm-hmm. you think I'm safe. I will bust a cap in your fucking ass. That's another thing. <sighs> and see, that's the part that they're scared of now. Right. That's the part that they're afraid of now. Because now yeah. they don't necessarily know who no. is respectable and safe. They, yeah. Because see, you see me in the grocery store with all these fucking 17 tattoos and these fucking locks. And bitch, you don't know what to do with me. Mm-hmm. Leave me the fuck alone is what you should do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what you should do. You don't know how to take a hoe like me. You don't know how to mm-hmm. take Tony. Because that nigga can look any that nigga can look any kind of way. Just point to some shit and he can look that way. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like, yeah, like you said, they don't know. So it's like now they now fear. White people are afraid of they're just scared. They are they are you you walk around in fear, you live your whole life in fear. You scared that we gonna remember because we ain't mm-hmm. forgot. Mm-hmm. You scared that we gonna act on mm-hmm. us remembering because mm-hmm. we ain't forgot. Mm-hmm. You scared we're gonna, I guess, and I put this in air quotes, take your job. Fuck y'all. We don't care. You know what I'm saying? You scared um, our kids don't intermingle. Trust me, I'm telling my kids not to fuck with your kids. So don't worry. That's the thing. We, all this shit already happening, nigga. So what the <laughs> fuck is your punk ass afraid of? What now? is your punk ass afraid of? This shit is ridiculous. But like you said, that fucking orange ass goddamn president, his fucking ass, I don't know. And it, what's so weird about it is, <sighs> It's almost like he pressed a button and like the confetti fell down. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but when it fell down, it just was not a party. It was Mm-mm. like Mm-mm. that bullshit. Like, Mm-mm. what are y'all doing? You really out here acting a fool fool. He gave them he gave them like it was like the light. He turned the light on. So now we see all the roaches because he done turned the light on. Ooh. Mm, that's a... Because mm, mm, mm. I... I, I uh, I'm so grateful. And I said this on Twitter the other day. Every day, something happens that makes me 
so grateful that I left academia when I did because mm. my first year of teaching was the year that he got elected. Oh and yeah, friend. Teaching teaching in the in during that election was really, oh really challenging because on one hand you have students and my classroom was discussed well my classes are were discussion based, all of them, regardless of what I taught. But there was a lot of discussion happening. There was a lot of debate happening. And then so you have these adults, because they're technically adults, who are young. Some of them, this is their first election, presidential election, and they want to talk about it. They feel very strongly. They still, some of them are, are under the hold of their parents' ideology because they haven't been um, exposed to anything different. And so they want to talk about what they, they want to parrot those ideas to a larger audience. And then you also have on the other side of that the university who says, we really have to keep our political beliefs to ourselves. We really cannot do the work of having these in-depth conversations about this election, which of course, having not ever taught during an election, I wasn't really privy to that kind of information, but I remember being in school during elections and having my professors discuss the uh, the impact of a certain candidate or whatever so this was all just like well why can't we why can't we engage in these conversations if this is truly an institution of higher learning how can that how can that be true but i just having those conversations especially where i worked with these students who were ready for that because the common refrain was well we gave you a black president almost as if they were on pause and they were waiting for it without question the south to rise again now this, this these these people live in like if you want to talk about bizarro world these motherfuckers live in bizarro world bizarro is funny <laughs> they live there friend when I tell you that there's an island called some other shit and that's what they own, like they own that island of some other shit. To them, all of this is necessary in order to bring back what they believe to be law and order. And law and order is complete and total dominance by whiteness and a specific kind of whiteness. It's, it's really, it's disgusting. It is disturbing and it is it's nonsensical but I'm really glad that I don't have to maneuver through the pandemic and this election as somebody's teacher because I would be fired because white children white students my white students were some of the most disrespectful they weren't the most disrespectful but they were some of the most disrespectful just subtly and blatantly like it, either, either they did the shit on the low because they didn't think I could understand what they were doing or they did the shit out loud because they didn't give a fuck. One or the other. Mm. But this shit is wild. They feel well. They know well, white white supremacy is on life support. That's that's the optimistic message is to say, oh, white supremacy is in the in the throes of death. It's dying as a yeah. lived experience. But that motherfucker is going out is is not going out without a fight. It ain't. I mean, they are. Ooh, shit. Um, funny moment. <laughs> We need one. I was I was scrolling the timeline of the Facebook. Okay. 
And I saw where the boat parade in Texas, boats Girl. just started falling apart. First of all, how does the boat fall apart like that? That's first of all. I don't know yeah. boats. I don't know why. Was it somebody said it looked like it was made of Lego pieces and they didn't push it tight enough? I holler. <laughs> um, but how how did your boat just fall the fuck apart like that? Bitch. In pieces. Bitch. Second of all, <laughs> I hope Lake Lanier do her job. Lake Lanier is when they not go to Lake let us down. Because listen, everybody who listening, <laughs> um, I don't. I have to look on the calendar to see when the next full moon is. I don't know if we're gonna have another one before the Lake Lanier boat parade. However, uh, get a, get them candles and get them. <laughs> Start talking. Lake Lanier, do your fucking job. I feel Put like some water on your altar. Put some food I, on your altar. I feel like Lake Lanier is so undefeated at this moment that okay. like we good. That motherfucker just rubbing head like Birdman, like. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I feel like Lake Lanier is doing a watery Birdman hand rub right now. Like, oh, they coming? Oh, say less. Say less. Because the quarantine fucked up my numbers, my quota. Yeah, let me she go. Did. Quarantine did fuck up her numbers. She 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 hungry. She ready. So yeah, um, I just you know, <laughs> hey Lake Lanier, what's up, boo boo, little LL? <laughs> hey hey big head. <laughs> in the DL lately, they be like, "What's up, <laughs> girl?" Mm. Oh yes, yes, yes. How do you? So let me let me ask you a question. Let's make it big. How okay. do you continue to trust the process during all of this time, all this shit? How do you? How do, how do we stay focused on not 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 your regular life, but just nutting up off of your your outside, not even your outside. What am I trying to say? I don't know. Where do? Mm-mm, don't worry about it. Because <laughs> I was, I was going to get too scientific, and I'm not going to even worry about that. Um, oh. just the, your outer life, like the shit around you. You know, mm-hmm. all of this shit, the mm-hmm. the the political chaos and the racial chaos and the, you know, just being black. Like, how do you trust the process in, in that? Like, hoping that that's going to get because do we stop hoping that that's going to get better? Because I, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, don't, do we supposed to lose hope? Do we still be hopeful? Know. Like, I don't know where I'm at in that. I don't know. Me either, friend. And I think that's part of what is giving me the most. Um, well, not the most, but it's the part that's really like, like that's the part where I say uncle. If that makes sense, because mm. I'm not I'm not a weak bitch by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not I'm not a punk ass bitch. I can take a lot, but there are some things that really just I can't. That's when I throw up my hands, and this shit is where I throw up my hands because who is it? Does that make you want? Is it Marvin Gaye? It's it's Marvin Gaye. Oh girl, unrelated because this is the randomest episode ever. But I watched the Five Bloods. Have you seen it? I caught a, a, I caught like the ending. Tony was watching it when it was like having that shootout. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. With the white man. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen it all the way through, but I caught that part. Okay, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bring it up too tough because I don't want to spoil it. Just in case you do want to watch it, but um, in the beginning, I was like, "Ooh, Spike Lee got him one," 
and then by the end I was like, Ugh. but uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, so the thing that I've been trying to do is remind myself that, um, and this is gonna sound I don't know I don't know how it's gonna sound. That's not my that's not my concern. Let me do it this way. The thing that I have to remind myself of is I am a spiritual being. I have a soul. I live in a body. I'm having an earthly experience. This is part of the earthly experience. Everything in comparison to eternity is temporary. It's fleeting. So even though it feels like I'm in the worst situation, there have been situations more challenging than mine. There may be situations experiences happening um, concurrent with mine that will be more challenging. I cannot bog myself down in that because I will get bogged down in that. I will get in my head and I will stay there when it comes to, um, especially when I encounter, and what's funny is not, like stupid, stupid shit that white people say on the internet, don't fuck with me. Stupid shit that black people say on the internet fucks with me. I have to stay away from stupid ass black people on the internet. That's how I stay away from, that's how I don't get caught up in the shit. Because reading some of the things that black people say about black people really does irk my fucking nerves. And it, makes, the core. Me wanna, it makes me want to go on rants that I know won't do much different, won't help much at all. So I just shut the fuck up and I watch something funny or um, I don't even read as much as I used to like books because like my mind just gets so scattered, but I'm starting to read more. I'm writing more in my journal, which is necessary. I I have to say I meditated the other day because I was having a, like a fit. I was, it was the same day that two people were telling me about the council. Um, I meditated for the first time in a long time and I felt like new money when I woke up or not woke up cause I didn't go to sleep. But when I, when I finished, I felt like new money. And the, the, the lesson there was, yeah, all of this stuff is going on, but you really do. And we tell people this shit every week. You have to check in with your star player. I had not meditated in a long time. That was my fuck up. Me, yeah. Me either. That was my fuck up. I have not been taking care of myself because I've been so no candle work. Girl, I don't even want to talk about how this full moon came and went. And I didn't even think about it. Like I didn't yeah, even, I, and normally I, I'd be out there. I'd be out there doing yeah. shit. And I no. I caught her that morning going to work. So on September so she came September the second, so on September third, and I was going to work. She was still a little visible. So mm-hmm. I you know, I I talked to what I could, but I was like, Oh girl, I didn't do nothing. And I think that's part of our issue too, is because this these things are all distractions they and are. it sounds really cold because people are dying but these things are distractions and there are more distractions coming the closer we get to this election more things are going to happen it's going to get crazier and crazier and crazier so you have to right now this is the perfect month that you have to get your practices in order you have to, because I, I did not yesterday meditate, and I, I was like, when I, at the end of the day, I was like, damn, I should have meditated today, but we had so much shit going on, distractions, that I didn't get a chance to do it, but 
today because it's self-care Sunday, I'm really about to sit down and draw out what my self-care I want it to look like into the end of 2020, into this fourth quarter of 2020, because I don't have any other choice. I don't like feeling out of control. And I have and been feeling out of control for the past couple weeks. I don't like feeling like all of this stuff is so bad that it's going to end me because I know it can't end me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this shit fucks up your perception and your perspective so bad that you these things that are normally innocuous become monsters and they're not fucking monsters. They're just things. Because if I die tomorrow, they still going to be here. I'm going to be gone, but they still going to be here. And then what right. they going to do to me? Nothing. So I need to have that ideology, that idea right now. This shit can't fuck with me. That's where I need to be. I need to trust the process enough to know I have survived up until what's today? September 6th. I have survived every single one of the worst days in my life. So if I can do that for 38 years every day, I know today ain't going to kill me. This thing that I'm making so huge, it can't fuck with me because I done survived way worse than that. Girl. Mm. You know, people, you know, people talk about distractions in the sense of, um, you know, like conspiracy theory type stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, this happening was a distraction. You don't mm -hmm. realize that they doing this, doing that. But y'all, you got to come home first mm -hmm. and look at the distractions that's, that's happening in, in your, in your life first. Mm -hmm. Because that, we can't control what's going on out there. Mm -mm. There's nothing we can do about it. Mm -mm. We just have to be able to, you know what I'm saying, keep ourselves near whatever we're going to keep ourselves near um, when the shit started popping off. But you got to be, you got to be centered in yourself. Because you know what? You know what I can control? How I respond to things that trigger me. Period. Period. That's it. And that's, that's the part, that's the, that's the part that I've been fucking up on. Yeah, we gonna absolutely. keep it hundred because there are so many pieces of um, of my personal puzzle that I don't touch because I don't want to be triggered. And it felt oh, like this week, a lot of those triggers came popping up all at the same time. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you how I know this shit right here is real. I have um, an order to ship on Tuesday for somebody that I love and can't stand at the same time. And part of that, and I don't even know if they listen to the show, but they know what this is. So part of that is because, and I, I never could put my finger on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand why I love you so much and will take a bullet for you, but I also can't stand you. I don't know what that is. And so I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna put all of it out there. I don't give a fuck because y'all can't burn me with my own tea if I pour it. So I light my candle generally every day on my altar. Generally, now I have some friends that never let their they candle go out. I'm not one of those people. If I'm up and I'm doing something, I light it. Sometimes I will leave it burning, like while I sleep. But I have learned that that's generally not the best thing for me because I be seeing stuff in my dreams and I don't sleep well. So could they be talking to me? And I just Mm -mm. Oh. you know what I'm saying that that don't work for me but um, generally if I'm up during the day the candle is lit so I was working on finishing some small stationary orders and every every time I got ready to do a card 
A thank you card. All I can hear is that ain't good enough. This ain't shit. That shit ugly as fuck. You gonna fuck this up. This is true. Like I it was just this critical negative voice. Now I realized who it was. Um, it was my grandma. And I know y'all be like, damn, she talked about her grandma every episode. Well look, stop listening in. Cause if she come up, she just come up. It yeah. is what it is. Cause some of y'all yeah. ain't dealt with the yeah. fact that y'all mama is is the critical negative voice in your head either. Ooh. So you might want to listen to this right here. So I kept hearing this critical negative voice in my head. Now I know I know that there are artists that do a different, they have a different approach to their art and they create beautiful things. But I happen to like the art that I create. Number one, because it's always evolving and changing. I'm always getting better and better every time I do something. So I'm not gonna shade the fuck out of myself on in that regard. But I also know that my grandma was never satisfied with anything that I did because she wasn't satisfied with herself. So when I'm doing something and I hear some critical negative shit in my head and I know it's not me, I know where it came from. So I'm doing this shit and it made me feel like the person for whom I was creating these cards would have that energy when they saw them, right? Because mm-hmm. I thought, oh, well, she ain't, because I love them, but I don't like them. And we can only interact with each other. In my mind, we can only interact with each other. We can take, we can be around each other all day, but we can only interact with each other in small doses and pieces because we we are we're very much alike. We're related. We're very much alike. And I never understood why that was. Why would I feel like this person who I love, who I know loves me, would be so critical of something that they have trusted me to do? Because this person said, I want you to create some cards for me. So you have trusted me to do this thing, and I don't take that lightly. So I'm giving you the absolute best that I have, but I still feel like you're not going to receive it with love, or you're not going to like it. You're going to critique it and hate it and talk shit about it. Why would I feel about, feel that way about you? All right, so now, here it comes. This is where the work comes in. My wife came downstairs, and she was like, what's wrong with you? And I explained to her something like what I just explained to you. And she said, well, why do you feel like that? So I started talking through the thing. Bitch, let me tell you something. The thing that came out was this person that I love, that I would take a bullet for, I promise you one of my favorite people on the planet, but I can't stand, was on my daddy's side of the family. And when my father died, we were disconnected from them. And as a child, I felt like those people abandoned me. Mm. And I never let that go. So all of them, even though I love them, I love them, warts and all, I felt like they abandoned me and I held a grudge against every single one of them for leaving me. And I had not processed that. I had processed it with, with my uncles and my aunts, my, my daddy's siblings. I had processed it with that. I processed it with my, my great aunts and my grandmother, his mother. I had done that work. But I had not done the work of the people that were my cousins, the people that I grew up with, the people that I played with, the people that I used to hang out with when we would go all go out together, the people I would see at church, the people that when we were little and my mama was still alive would come to my house every week. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. So I done carried this thing. I'm carrying my grandma's feelings about these people into my present day it was a fucking distraction because let me tell you something when i got all that all them cars done and i flipped through and looked at them them shits was fucking fire and i was like why the fuck would i even try myself i didn't try my whole life i didn't try my gift 
that I did not give myself. I done tried my patience. I done wasted about 17 cards because I didn't like them and threw them in the trash can. And you normal, threw them in the trash? Girl, they were, the, yes. I listen. Oh my God. Because, let me tell you now, because I would get started on one and that thing would get so strong in my head, I would fuck it up and throw it away. Try is it the look cute, the ones like, is it the same shape for the ones you make for me? No. Okay. But I do have some of those if you need some. But, um, these were bigger. These were like foldable cards. She wanted to be able to write notes in. Oh, she wanted. Oh, yeah. You know my. You know I'm. I'm yeah, basic. You know, well, I'm not basic, but you know how basic. You do the. You do the ones that you can attach to things. Yes. There yeah, you go. Look at you know what I mean. Yeah, she wanted the ones that you could put in a box. <laughs> got you. Okay. So it was like after I got through that haze of being distracted by this bullshit, and I looked at what it, what it cost me, it made me very angry. Because it was like, sis, that ain't got nothing to do with you. Mind your business. Get out of my business like that and leave me the fuck alone. So I had to have a conversation with my grandma like, look, sis, I love you. I have always loved you. I will always love you. But what you're not finna do is run me with this bullshit. You're not finna do it. Because you, you keep, because she does, she keep coming in here with this, with this bitterness and this anger. And it's like, I don't have to live that life. And I don't want to live that life. So could you please leave me the fuck alone with that bullshit? Now you can come with whatever other love and positive energy you got. But that right there, that's not, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't. That was my week this week. Was all mm. of that kind of shit. Those little triggers and distractions. That was a trigger for me. Having to do something for that person, not understanding that the, the way that I felt about that person didn't even come from me. And that's what we be telling y'all about healing these traumas and shit. A lot of the feelings and thoughts that you have about stuff, if it's, if it's not a good feeling, that shit ain't even yours. That shit wasn't even mine. That wasn't mine. The thoughts that I was thinking, those were not mine. That came from a feeling that I had that was, that was magnified by... Oh, you know your daddy wasn't shit in the first place. You know his mm. family ain't worth a damn no how. I didn't know that. That's what you told me, because you didn't like him. What I knew of my father, and that's why I be telling y'all, telling my friends, if, if your daddy, if your, if your child's father ain't around, don't say shit bad about him. Let your children, yeah, come, let your children come to that, um, exactly. that realization. If he really is an ain't shit nigga, let them children come to that realization on their own. It's going to hurt them a little bit, but it's better to let them come to that realization on their own than for you to put that in their head. Because let me tell you what I do know about my father for real. My father loved the fuck out of me and my brothers. He did. He tried his best. He absolutely did. He lost his wife, and then he lost his children. And he could not give us the life that he wanted to give us. And then he died. I knew my father loved me. I still know my daddy loved me. Right now, my daddy loved me right now. Ain't nothing changed about that. The only thing that happened was my grandmother, who felt like my father was never good enough for my mother, put ideas in my head about him that were not true and continued to water those seeds. She planted those seeds and she watered them, not knowing. It's just like when you plant a, a, an iris or a daylily or something like that. You plant one bulb, you end up with a whole row of them shits or a cluster because the bulb spread. So you plant a bulb in your child's mind and you water it with that bullshit and it spreads and becomes something else and it chokes out anything around it. Don't do that. Don't do and that. if you are, if you have received that kind of negativity, pull them shits up. Because I promise you, if you pull them all up, ain't no irises gonna grow. Pull them all up. Pull it up. 
So I had to work with that thing today, just now. But I also had to work with that thing this week. Those little distractions and those triggers. Didn't even know. Had no idea. All I knew was I just felt a way about doing this fucking, these cards. I felt a way. I didn't even want to do them. And normally, I don't mind doing fucking thank you cards. I do them shits. <laughs> Listen. But that's the kind of week that I've had. That's the kind of shit I've been dealing with this week. So, so much- tell me this. Mm-hmm. Why is why is um our girl Molly still able to get you like this? Um, because I didn't process all of that shit. Now you gotta think. I've only been doing the work in earnest for like two years. I've been doing small pieces, little things, for a long time, but. As far as like the work work, it's only been two years. So there's a lot of shit that I have not dealt with. Even though there's a lot of shit that I have dealt with, there's a lot of shit that I haven't dealt with. And some of it, most of what I've already done is um, the way that she talked to me about me, because I had to start there, the way that I felt about myself. And part of the reason why I felt the way about myself, the way I did about myself was because of what she told me about me. So I had to unearth those things. Well, it was easy because I I, I was having surgery. Mm-hmm. So I had to be introspective because I didn't have time to do nothing else, especially when after surgery, when I was recuperating and I would have those days where all I could do was generally just be in bed because I had a whole bunch of shit that I wanted to do. But none of that shit really mattered. After I had done what I needed to do for uh, for work, which was um, grade my final exams and my final papers and all that kind of stuff. After all of that was done, I had a whole month where I was pretty much here by myself. Mm-hmm. And I had to look my own shit in the face. And well, before that, it had started before that. It started with the realization that there's something wrong and I'm probably going to have to have surgery or I might die. Then I started doing the work. But um, dealing with her every day for so long, including yeah, after I... Unlearning. Yeah, man. We talking about 30 years. Yeah, I mean, somebody, definitely... Yeah, yeah I mean, somebody ooh, telling you that you ain't shit, you ugly, something wrong with you, even though you know you smart, you stupid, you know what I'm saying? like it's just like all of those things that a person who is not happy would tell a child and the it's fortunate now that I have these children in my home and I call them children but they're teenagers but I I get to see a they're like a mirror you know what I'm saying so like and I think that's why she came so strong why she's coming so strong now because there are people in my house that I'm responsible for. Now, I'm not, we're not going into the step-parent thing because we don't have that relationship, but there are young people in my house that I'm responsible for. So much like she was responsible for me and my brother. So she comes in and she will say things to me in regards to that situation that I know are wrong. And then on the other side of that, you have my mother who will come in and be like, no, baby, this is what you need to do. And what's funny is my mother's way always works. My grandmother's way only adds more tension to the home. I'm saying all of this to say, I think she's coming through because she 
had the biggest influence on me as a person. So we are connected in that way. And when I said that to her, when I was just like, mom, you're not going to run me. Like, you can't run me like this. Like, this is not going to work. I know who I am. I love you very much. I know who I am, but I'm happy. And you're not going to fuck that up for me. I don't know who the fuck was laughing, but somebody found that. Somebody was tickled. <laughs> somebody was tickled. And I was like, I'm, I'm dead ass. Like, I respect and revere those of my family members, my loved ones that have gone on before me that are in the ether. I love them, but I'm responsible for my own karma. I'm responsible for the, the energy that I put out. I'm responsible for the things that I do, not them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I can't let you I can't let you influence me to feel a certain way, which is gonna change the way I behave, which is gonna cause me to do some shit I don't wanna do. That's a lot. Mm. I told you this week was it was a lot for me. It was a lot, friend. Well, so I do wanna do something. So really quick. Not really quick. Here it is. So for those, because y'all know I love to have a definition. Trust is a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. That's a noun. And then as trust pertains to the law, because I'm going to get somewhere with this, is an arrangement whereby a person or a trustee holds property as its nominal owner for the good of one or more beneficiaries. So listen, I think this show is a trust. Go okay. with me. You gonna go with me? Um, yeah. You know, we we have an arrangement. We're trustees. Mm-hmm. And we doing this for the good of one or more beneficiaries, which is our listeners. Mm-hmm. And in that process of us, of the show being a trust, you know, what I can appreciate is that we don't give them no bullshit. Mm-mm. like everything we give them whether it's you know what I'm saying personal or just shit that we know of, of other people that's true you know in some form or shape or fashion it can help them do something if they use it if they don't use it that's their business mm-hmm. but in trusting the process um, I think that it's hard for one it's mm-hmm. hard because mm-hmm. What what did you say is a thief of joy? No, is it comparison or comfort? It's comparison is a thief of joy. Okay, comparison is a thief of joy, but comfort is a devil too. Comfort is a bitch. Because, you know, I don't know if you can trust the process and be comfortable at the same time. Like, they don't, do they go together? Can they go together? What? Being comfort and trusting the, yeah, being comfortable and trusting the process because, because I got, you know, I got some more work for y'all. Hold up now. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you can be, um, because wait, trusting the process is about accepting that hardships will happen along your journey to success, but having confidence that every lesson is bringing you one step closer to fulfilling your purpose in life. Whether you want to believe it or not, failure is a good thing. It is proof that you are trying. Is that comfort in any of that? Yeah, because you, if you, if you take that and you say everything is always working out for me. Okay. 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 Cause the thing that the thing that I got from meditating the other day was I mean you really you straight, Shawty. Like Period. What's the right? problem? Like, yeah, you got bill collectors calling you, but fuck them niggas. 
Do we get nervous when it's looking too good? I know I do. Okay. That's the reason. I know I do. Self-sabotage. That's where self-sabotage comes from. Oh. It's like, oh, shit, nigga, I'm happy. Oh, shit, I'm happy. What the fuck? I ain't ain't supposed to be happy. (laughs) I ain't supposed to be feeling good. I ain't supposed to have too many good days in a row. Let me let me go out here and goddamn stay up my tire with a screwdriver. <laughs> let me goddamn if you lactose intolerant, let me go get some goddamn some fucking hockey dogs, bitch. Let me go and run that fake. Excuse me, what? <laughs> let me go and call this toxic ass person that I was supposed to let go of six months ago and just check on them because I want to get some closure. Let me not give a fuck about X, Y, and Z and let that shit crash and burn. And then wonder why my life is in the pits. You created that shit. You did it. You did it. Yeah. Because like I said at the top of the show, when you manifest things, whether or not, that's why I tell people you don't, you don't, you don't talk to yourself any kind of way because your body can hear you. Absolutely. Your energy, inner spirit can hear you. Yeah. And when you say to the universe, man, I ain't going to never get out of debt. Guess what you just did? Now I got out of debt. <laughs> cause, cause, bitch, I'm, 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 I'm so I, I probably, I think I owe maybe two to three, and they little bitty bills. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of actually taking care, you know, actually sending in the payment. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, fuck y'all, y'all want to keep me in debt? You crazy as hell. Right. So no, that's that's where I'm, where I am because I'm so a part of it is because I'm a Capricorn. I am so laser beam focused on things going my way yeah. that when like, and this is a minor setback, when little stuff like this happens, it really just, it throws me for a loop because it's out of control. It's out of my control. Let me be clear. It's out of my control. So even though it annoys me that they call, I still just like, oh, y'all, y'all get paid. Yeah. That's it. And they will. And sometimes I do have moments and this is, I think this is the part. This is the big thing. Because I quit my job for this. Well, I quit my job because I ain't had no business today in the first place. Mm. It taught me some things. It gave me some insight that I needed on myself. But I was supposed to do this art thing a long time ago. Like the stuff that I'm learning now, I was supposed to learn a long time ago. But I refused to trust the process. I didn't have enough faith in my own self or in spirit, or in my ability to jump out there and do the thing. Because I always have to complicate shit because I refuse to trust the process. Well, now I trust the process and then a pandemic hit. So I'm catching it. And everything is out of my control. And for a person like me, that's hell. So I am literally catching hell. However, everything is always working out for me. And sometimes I forget that. I create my reality. I create it. Because I was like, you know what? I got money coming. I don't know why I'm tripping. I got money coming. And then guess what? Money came. I love money. And I love it. And money loves me. That's why it come when I call. I'm not going to talk myself out of out of that at all. But I almost yeah. did because I didn't trust the process. I didn't trust it. It's just like, because we tell y'all every week to do the work. And I, I, I gave y'all, I forgot to put the link to Carolyn's book in the thing. But um, when you start doing this work, when you start focusing on fixing and healing and all that kind of stuff, at first, it doesn't seem like what you're doing is making a bit of difference because everything is still the same. 
it's just like when you're losing weight and you lose the first five pounds. That first five, five, five pounds don't mean shit to you on that scale, but you're not paying attention to how that first five pounds feels on your body. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your body knows that five pounds is, is gone. You don't because you're in your head. Now, when you lose 15 pounds, that's when you start smelling yourself. <laughs> it's an old folks thing. It's an old folks thing. Your clothes fit different. You feel a little bit better. You got a little more energy. Maybe your skin done cleared up. Maybe you, uh, you know, you can walk up the stairs and not be winded when you get to the top. Whatever the fuck. I don't know. I don't know your life. But what I do know is there's a difference between the five and the 15. Well, you got to lose the first five to get to the 15. So the process is getting from the five to the 15. And trusting that when you lose the five, 10 more is coming and you'll get to the 15 or however many it is that you want to lose. And it's the same thing with doing this work. When I first started, however many years ago, just the thing of, because the first thing I did was, I'm just going to start telling people I'm sorry and meaning it, atoning for the shit that I did wrong. I'm going to be accountable for the shit that I say and do. That was the first thing. That was years ago. And it has gotten me to this point to where when something happens and it triggers me and it comes up and I don't know where it's coming from, I can work through that, figure it out and get it off me. Now, I don't ever have to worry about feeling that way about my cousin ever again. I don't have to say I love her, but there is no but behind it anymore because I knew where the other shit came from. And I'm, I'm rid of that. We don't ever have to have a conversation about that. I can just love her from now on. And that's beautiful. But I wasn't there five years ago. I wasn't there the last time I saw her, which was a couple months ago. But I'm there today. And that's what matters. Because I trust that if something comes up, I can handle it. I trust that everything is always working out for me. Not just financially. Spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically. Everything is always working out for me. Everything. That's where we are. That's where I am. And I'm saying that holding, I got a grounded stone in my hand that I got from this lady. Um, what stone it, is it? It's, it's, um, it's called Organite, but that's not what she calls it. She okay. called it something else. I'm going to take a picture of it right now and send it to you. But she makes pendants. And she did that thing. I don't know if you've ever seen it where um, well, people... Uh, they'll try to like pull you off balance like you stand still and they pull you off balance and then you hold the stone and then they can't pull you off balance I've never done that okay well she yeah that's what this is it's one of them things that keeps you balanced and whenever I need any extracurricular grounding uh, I hold it it was a pendant but I took it off because I wear too much stuff around my neck as it is um but I keep it in my pocket. And when we record, I try to have it on me so that I'm not, you know, too outlandish. Because <laughs> you a dramatic ass little girl. I am. I'm, for, I'm, I'm not a little girl, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you trust in the process, I mean, you just really got to let the shit flow. It's almost like, being in a river and a lot of us have been in like real rivers like doing shit knowing the current of a real river so if you've ever been to whitewater 
or you ever been to any water park that has a lazy river, you know it has a current and then you gotta you go the way that it's taking you. When you try to go the other way, it don't work out. Like that dude so, that was walking down the street in the monsoon and jumped in that current and was floating down the street. <laughs> I said that was gonna be me this coming week, and I mean that. I'm just listen, that let it go. You, you really yes, you really have to go with the flow, even if it looks because sometimes the left side is like on fire. Yes, the right uh-huh. side got a tornado coming through it, but you got to look forward. Forward is, is clear. The sun is out, and like the bees are out, and birds are actually chirping. You got to just stay for, forward. You got to just look forward because you're looking forward to something better. You can't look to the left and the right. The left and the right have you fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where we, like, in, in some sense of what's happening, we all, like, the world is on fire. It is. It really the fuck is. And you got to really kind of tune that shit. And literally in certain places, the world was on fire. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the earth, she is, she is healing herself. The earth is trusting her process. If the earth can trust her own process. Why well, can't? Why we can't? Because we ain't, we ain't got shit. We ain't got half the shit she got to worry about. Listen. We almost need to be hoping that her process is well so we can be well because we need her. She don't need us. She don't need damn one of us. <laughs> but we need her ass. So listen, you gotta this is what you gotta just gotta mind your business. Stay the course. Mm-hmm. All these little personal distractions. Let let that shit distract on the flow. Ain't nobody got time for that. Mm-mm. And all the negative voices. I mean and, and I you know you know what I'm starting to hate. You know what phrase I'm starting to hate, friend. Mm-hmm. What? Easier said than done. It ain't. Oh, girl. That shit. That shit's starting to burn my ass. Oh. Girl, get, just do it. Just yes. do it. It ain't. It ain't nothing easy. Just do it. You don't want to do it, so that's no excuse. Oh, that's easier said than done. No, the fuck it's not. Do it's the not. shit. Just say so you don't want to do it. Just say so you don't want to do it. Because if and I can say can it, then fine. you can do it. You just don't want to do it. You don't want to do it, and that's okay. That I that mm, I just don't like it when people complain about shit like that. Anyway, just don't give me no. That's a that's an excuse. Don't don't run me that. Just say you don't want to do it. Just say all right, bitch. Mind your business. And guess what I'm gonna do? Mind my fucking business and let you have whatever problem you have sought fit to bring to my life because I don't have that problem. That's your problem, and you, you can know, take it right on back with you because I don't give a yeah. fuck. Put it in your front seat. Put a seatbelt on. Thanks. Put a seatbelt on that motherfucker. Make sure your airbag, if you drive a truck, make sure your airbag turned on for that side of the car and shut the fuck up talking to me. You know, I have a friend that, um, like, like, so last summer we were really, like, trying to work on losing a little weight. And so mm-hmm. um, we had set goals and we was working real hard. And then when school started, we kind of let it distract us and just kind of said, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Well, so, you know, this year she just really like, she actually went to a, she's doing a program where they actually like tested her blood. They kind of, they gave her a plan based on blood. Have you heard of those plans? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that's what she's doing. And she's doing really well on it. Like, kudos to her. So mm-hmm. she asked me the other day, she was like, friend, um, do you want to start like walking with me and stuff like that? And I was like, yeah, we can do that. Cause, you know, I don't mind walking in the fucking way. I do slightly jobs. Um, but then she asked me it's about food. She said, friend, well, are you there yet as far as what we're going to stop eating? And, you know, as opposed to saying easier said than done or let me think about, bitch, 
I ain't there yet with this food. I'll walk with you anywhere. This this pasta now now and I I don't wanna stop eating it. Let me say that can I can I be honest with the people, Nikki? Please do. Yeah. I, I, I pasta is the worst and best shit in my life. Pasta is not your friend, but she is my friend. <laughs> I fucking love pasta. That shit is ridiculous how I can eat that shit every day. And it ain't bothering me now, bitch. And so I just had to be real honest with her. Well, listen, bitch, I don't really want to, I don't want to do that right now. I don't want to change that right now. But I will, you know, I will go walk and start, you know, get, I, I saw it somewhere because, I mean, saw it somewhere. But y'all got to be honest with yourselves out here. That easier said than done bullshit. That's some bullshit. If you want to do something, you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. That's really if you want to change something, you're going to change it or you're not going to change it. Now, don't get it twisted. I understand y'all like, well, what you saying about the process? When you start, that's the process. Mm-hmm. And it ain't going to be easy. And we all human, so we can have a setback. Mm-hmm. But when you but, but when you, you got to start at first. You can't start with an excuse. An excuse is not process. An excuse is an excuse. And excuses are tools of being competent, which feels monuments out of, of nothingness. And those who indulge in excuses are seldom capable of anything except excuses. That's all it is. Some people ain't never had to learn that because they ain't been through no process and it shows. I said that on <laughs> Facebook the other day. Some of y'all niggas ain't never had to protect your neck and it shows. Because if, if you ever been through a process and you done had to protect your neck. <sighs> Some of y'all ain't had to do six inches and it shows, but some, okay. y'all ain't, some of y'all watch TV, but you ain't never had to watch TV and that show. Some of y'all ain't never had to think about it. Okay? But, you know, we ain't gonna do that. <laughs> some of y'all, this is the last one I got and then we're gonna go on about our business. Some of y'all ain't never had to take your brother or your sister weight and that show. Mm. Mm. That fucking show. Some of y'all had to some of y'all ain't had to do some of y'all ain't had to do that no nope no shit some of y'all ain't had to run for y'all life okay I'm done I'm done but yeah cause you be like I'm doing all this for that it's nothing it's something today though it's something today you be ready to kill everybody Listen, Ooh. just let me go. I don't care no more. I won't do this. I don't want it no more. I, I thought I, I lied. I thought I did this morning. But oh, shit. That here is we funny. are in the midnight hour, and I mm. have changed my mind. Oh, my God. But, mm. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if if y'all could just, whatever you, because I'm trying to find my words. I hate when mm. this happens. Mm. <sighs> We'll just talk around it, friend, and we'll get to it. Okay. Stay the course. Stay mm. stay the course. And so I have um I have issues with staying the course. Mm. But Nikki, you said something in the beginning of the show. And I'm not gonna disclose it on the show. Some stuff I don't disclose to y'all guys because it'd be too much. And Nikki is the same way. Some stuff we can't give y'all because it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So we we just give you a summary that mm-hmm. enough for you to understand, mm-hmm. but we can't get into the meat and potatoes because, um, it's, I mean it's, it's just a lot. It's a lot. It's mm-hmm. it's just a lot. So I'll disclose the meat and potatoes after the show, Nikki. But I had given a thing too much energy 
because I was so fearful of it happening because it was something very bad mm-hmm. that that it happened. Mm. But the beauty, and I know y'all are how is it beauty in this horrible thing, but let me tell you the beauty of it. The beauty of it, all the energy that I put toward it, like re, like I used to research this negative thing. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it was. Mm-hmm. When it happened, bitch, I was able to fix it just like fucking that. Within like two or three days, bitch, it was gone. Mm. It was done. It was fixed. No more. However, I probably wouldn't have had to worry about that if I had not got them paid so much. Like, get oh, stop. Mm-hmm. Stop. Mm-hmm. And so I had to tell myself after that happened, this is never going to happen to me again. Mm-hmm. I'm never in my life going to put that much that much energy towards because let me tell you something. If I could put that much energy towards something negative and it happened, I could put that much fucking energy towards some goddamn money or yes. some ways to create multiple streams of income or some yes. ways to find residual or some ways to give back to my community or some ways to be able to bless other people. Like that's what I started focusing on. That's why um, when I started, I started looking at videos on YouTube. And Nick, I think I, you know, I told you about the lady with the cinnamon and the wallet and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That lady really, that lady really put me on, and I do not even know her name, but that lady put me in a different mindset of, oh my God, Stop shitting yourself. You don't even have to, you don't have to shit yourself. Mm. Do the work. Mm -hmm. Do the things. Say the things. Write the things. You know what I'm saying? I think what happens is people, um, when we tell people that, you know what I'm saying, I'm setting the course, well, that ain't your job to set the course. Here's the thing. We we know that there's a higher power. We We have our spiritual power and we have our ancestors. And we know that, and, and we have spirit. We we know what they do. Everybody know their job. But we got to do our job, too. Mm. And we can't walk around and be like, oh, I'm so ugly. I just hate life. I ain't going to never be mm. nothing. And it's spirit to be like, well, girl, let me show you you can be something anyway. Girl. They might give you that one time just mm-hmm. to show you stop playing with them. But you can't keep talking like that. Mm-mm. You can't keep not trusting the process and expect them to have your shit go through. It don't work like that. You better do your work. Yeah. You have, you know, I asked my baby the other day. I said, Carrie, who loves you more than anybody in the world? She said, me. You yeah, better yeah. fucking say it again. But I've been teaching her that for like two years. I've been working on that for two years. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody love you more than you love yourself. And then next in line is your goddamn mama. But but you need to love you more than I love you because that's yourself. Now, who going to protect you better than anybody? Right now, you ain't. That's me and your pa. Don't nobody have your back like we got your back right now. But loving yourself, you need to know early on to love your fucking self. And some of y'all ain't never been told that and it shows and it's not all your fault. Mm-mm. But when you recognize it and you got little people that's looking up to you or little people that you raising might not necessarily be your kids or you got kids and you raising cousins Whatever the fuck you're doing, you need to you let the people know. <laughs> don't nobody love them more than they love themselves. We give kids a false. Don't nobody love you more than I do. No, nah, yes, man. You need to love you more than you than, than I love you. Because mm. I might not be here tomorrow, but mm. you're going to be here. And, and my love for you can't, if it, my love for you, when I go on, it can't stop what you got for yourself because you still got it. When people die, we be so distraught, we be on the ground and we can't move forward. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Don't forget now. 
Don't forget you still got you. And if you really get with yourself and get in tune with yourself, you still got them. Because what you said about energy free last week? It is. It can It can neither be created nor destroyed. It just changes Hello. form. It just changes form. So once you get over that initial hurt, you get with them people. Let me tell you something. When I was 16, my brother-in-law died in a hate crime, in a fucking hate crime of all crimes. He died in a hate crime. A white nigga shot him because he black. Walking with his two children down a street. You almost shot my fucking niece and nephew. Footboy. Anyway, after he died, that thing told me all the way up because my brother-in-law was like, I'm just a nice ass. You ever met a nice ass motherfucker? Yeah. Like, why are you so nice? Like, don't that bother you? Always smiling. Always singing. Want to tell a joke. They might be corny dad jokes, but he got it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who, who built you? Like, you a robot? So, <laughs> anyway, that thing told me up because it was like, I felt like he grounded my sister because my sister is my sister. And I was like, oh, man, this this motherfucker about to be real crazy. <laughs> but whatever, she cool. But anyway, I felt mm-hmm. like he grounded. I felt like he he had a sense of I don't know peace over this helper. But anywho, but the the most thing was now these three children done lost their dad. You mm-hmm. know, the 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 kids in the neighborhood done lost somebody who held basketball camps with them every year. He used to like play basketball with the police officers in the neighborhood. They think they had a court at the um at the station. I don't know where it was. I'm just assuming it was at the station, but he used to like play basketball with them and just a little shit like that. Like all these people done lost this guy. And on top of that, my sister has lost her best friend. And that thing told me up so bad. So I used to sit in the floor of my bedroom. I have never told anybody else this. So Nikki, you the first person to hear this along with our 11 million viewers or listeners rather. I used to sit in the floor of my room and be like, oh, if I could just talk to him, like, oh, if he could just, like, come to me and I could talk to him because, like, I need to talk to him. And I and one side of me used to be like, well, bitch, if he show up, are you going to scream? Like, what you going to do if he show up? And the other side was like, well, bitch, I asked for it, so I got to be okay with it. But, of course, at 16, I didn't know what that really was. You see what I'm saying? I didn't know. I, I didn't really understand, like, ancestral work or that plane, that realm, that whatever. But it's always been in me. I have always believed in the spirit world. I have never not believed in that. And people used to always think I was like, oh, bitch, you crazy. Don't nobody want to, I don't want to talk about stuff like that. Why are y'all scared of the dead? They're dead. Now, don't get me wrong. If you invoking some mean people who was mean when they was alive, no, we don't want to talk to them. <laughs> but... The, the people who you talk about you love so much, like that favorite grandmama or that favorite auntie, you know what I'm saying? Your big cousin who was always there for you. And then we start talking about them in spirit form and you become afraid. That goes back to last week. Unlearning shit that they, people have put into you have made you feel like the dead is scary. It's the living who's fucking with you. Listen, let me tell you something. Them the niggas that you really got to be. Mm, mm. That's who you need to run. You want to run and hide or get your shield? That moving 300, get your shield up. Them, that's what you need for these people that's living. The dad ain't trying to hurt you. Let you me know. explain something to y'all. Y'all can continue Some to think ain't. we crazy. Some of them ain't. Y'all can continue to think we crazy when we say stuff like this. And we do not. Let me, let me be so clear with y'all. The clearest I have ever been. We do not give a single solitary one-on-one fuck about what y'all think about <laughs> us talking about the spirit world and our ancestors and all of that mm-hmm. shit because let me explain something to you. 
when my mama died in 2012, my baby was four months old. I told my mama, this your child. You ain't got but one assignment. You can watch over me and Tony. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. But your one job, you keep this one from all harm and fucking danger. And I meant that thing. And I and she has, and that baby is eight. That baby, that baby ain't been hurt, not for real. She went to the emergency room one time when she was nine months. Um, so I said all that to say, y'all gonna have to calm that shit down. If you know, you losing people, people you love so much, don't forget that you love yourself first. And don't forget that they are just in another form, another shape of energy. They are not gone. It's okay to talk out loud to them. You are not crazy. And if it's too much for you, then whatever. I I don't I don't care. I mean <laughs> because, because it's amazing to me how y'all like to talk about ancestors when you're talking about slavery. That'd be the only time y'all mention y'all ancestors. My ancestors when we're talking about slave. My ancestors worked in the field and built this yeah. country. My That'd ancestors fought and died for the right to vote. Yeah, that ain't uh-huh. the only thing they did. Your 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 ancestors raised your mama, and mm-hmm. your your ancestors had a, a country kitchen somewhere that she made pies, and so like, come, oh, oh you know what, <laughs> Nick, you got to get your people. What they be on? I don't know these niggas because um. I don't get it. I don't know these. I don't people. get it. I feel like y'all, y'all choke back in such time to get these other answers. <laughs> it's, it's the people like one step up. Like, what we doing? Uh, but okay. I think we, we have to have a tip on to talk to the people about the ancestors. Because mm, that's, mm. that's her frame of reference. That's her yeah. thing. But, um, you know what? She, you, let me tell you what them fuck gonna do. Them people is not going to be able to handle what the fuck she going to come with. Hmm. Cause she gonna come with that that bayang, not that bayang, that bayang. <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> no, they is not gonna be able to handle that. But y'all, like I and <sighs> friends, yes, I just want people to know that they need to love themselves. Mm-hmm. They need to stay the course. Mm-hmm. They need to trust the process, even mm-hmm. when the left and the right is on fire in tornado alley. Mm-hmm. Um, speak life into yourself. Speak life mm-hmm. into those around you mm-hmm. that you play a major part in their lives because somebody looking at you. Yeah, somebody looking at you, and you need to get on something to look at. They actually can to show to somebody else, and needs to kind of be a trickle down domino effect, and it needs to be yeah. some good shit, not some shit you do it because she did it. And y'all still don't know why. We tired of doing mm. that. We're not gonna keep doing that. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna keep doing that. No. But um, and you know, you got to, you got y'all got to find out some power. Well, you got power. You need to use it. Yeah. You 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 need to use it. Don't let nobody have power over you or have dominion over you. Like that's lame. That's actually lame as fuck. That's that's actually lame as fuck. That's you know not where we are in mm-hmm. life at mm-hmm. all. Um just trust the process y'all you gotta trust the process don't (laughs) don't make any assumptions Mm -mm. be patient with yourself give yourself some grace please give yourself some love understand this is your first time 
mm-hmm. ever being this version of yourself yeah. right mm-hmm. now. So what the fuck do you know? Nothing. Be okay with yeah. that. Be ride, okay. ride the waves, friends. Ride the waves. That don't mean be out here reckless and foolish. Mm-hmm. That just means understand that everything is always working out for you and you are taken care of, even when you can't see. Even when you can't see the forest and the trees for the forest fire. They yeah. still, some of them still there. And you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Whew, child. Well, what else you got, friend? Um, no excuses. No. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I don't like it when you do that. No. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all would be surprised at shit we don't say to y'all because it's like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> shit that we really do say to each other, but then we remember that other people mm-hmm. have to listen. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we just um <laughs> mm-hmm, y'all. be on that fuck shit. But okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta stop being on that fuck shit, guys, okay? Okay. And and I'm not just talking to y'all. We talking to ourselves too because yeah, we're not no. above it. Mm-mm. Exactly, we're not above it. But one thing about it, we 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 more so not with it than with it. Now don't get it twisted. We're with the shit. We're with all the shits, but that's all different. That's As not fuck shit. We're with the regular shit. We buy them in bulk. We get them in bulk. We we get them at the Sam. Absolutely. Costco, BJ's. We get, we get yes. We get the shits wholesale because I mean. There say yes, God. But um, yeah, that fuck shit though. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And it's easy to fall into that fuck shit because it's right there. It's right there. It's waiting. It's like quick. It's saying. right there. That's the difference when you were talking about comfort and being in comfort is like quick saying. It's That's like a, a um, it's like being in a jacuzzi. You know, at first it's real cool, but if you fall asleep in the hell, you'll die. Like just don't do it. Just don't. Don't do it. Mm-mm. I think we have given them I think we've given them some jewels friend. if we haven't we've given them a real ass thing and that's what the whole point of this shit is to, is to give them a real conversation but if I had to leave y'all with a quote y'all ready which you kind of do because that's what you're supposed to do anyway absolutely a river cuts through a rock not because of its power but it's persistence. Hello. That's so, it. I mean, so if you're going to be I, like water and go with the flow, which we all want to be, we ought to be like water. Mm-hmm. Cut through that shit. Persistence. And, and patience is also a form of action. So when Nika told y'all to give yourself some grace, it's the first time you, you've been this person. Patience is also a form of action. Right. So... Be 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 mindful of of what you're doing. Be mindful of what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna have to talk about that on a later show. But I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like we. I think I think we've done enough today. <laughs> I do. I I I would I would have Help to wholeheartedly agree with you. Amen. <laughs> In all the twelve disciplines. Uh, and <laughs> 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 Cause <of> baby, <laughs> let me not say that it hasn't been a shitty week. I have learned a lot this week. That's it. You've learned a lot this. I week. learned a lot this week. I just kind of wish I wasn't so hard headed, so the lessons wouldn't have to be busting me across my motherfucking head like this. 
Listen, but you got a strong head. The ball didn't even break. Oh, listen, that is that is. <laughs> I feel like you just shaded the fuck out of me. But let me tell you something. Oh my god! I, you I, have a big head, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, <laughs> what? Sign off, what? sign off, friend. Sign off, friend. So you get. <sighs> see how she, see how she bullied me to more than do. I'm fired. Okay, so <laughs> on that note, Nikki B and J High gonna sign out. We are. Bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs>